This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Brentford at the moment are threatening Manchester City. City have just had a shot over the crossbar, but Brentford! Oh! Oh! My goodness! Oh! Oh, it's Ivan Tony with the goal. What a brilliant counter this is from Brentford. Manchester City were trying everything they could to try and break down this Brentford defence. They couldn't do it. Brentford, a really quick counter-attack on the left-hand side. And then as the ball comes across, who is there? It's Ivan Tony, and it's 2-1 to Brentford. Welcome to the besotted Pride of West London podcast, a podcast that is still basking in the reflective glory of beating the best team in the world, Manchester City, at the Etihad at the weekend. I mean, we, we'll talk, we're going to talk about this. This is arguably the best result in Brentford's uh, history. Um, you know, none of us are old enough, thankfully, to uh, to remember the, the the first lot of the Halcyon days. There were some incredible victories under to Harry Curtis and, the, and that team. The, the modern era, um, history has been rewritten, it seems, two or three times a season. But, you know, none of us will ever forget what happens at the Etihad. So it was just this amazing euphoria after after the final whistle went. We, we, we just couldn't. We just wanted it. We just needed to get get to the pub we needed to celebrate you know all the normal besotted stuff went out the window it was some it was a special day and we just went out and just got battered I have to say we need to go over what happened um, up in Manchester um, and news never stops we've obviously uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday evening just after Ivan Tony, who's never out of the news at the moment who's um, he's just been uh, he's just been um, implicated in a betting situation the FA are charging him we're going to talk about all of this in the in this 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 podcast so tonight I have with me I'm I'm Dave Lane by the way um, but I've got Ali Malali how are you Ali 
I'm very well, thank you, Dave. I was I was still on a high, still trying to scrape myself off the ceiling until about an hour ago, and then I've come down back to earth with a bump. But I'm very yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's a bit crazy because obviously we we, <laughs> we had no in, we had no intention of talking about anything other than the Man City game. But uh, you know, as you said, events kind and of the women's over. game and the women's game, of course. But uh, you know, and also we've got Matt the Allard Allard with us tonight. How are you doing, Matt? I'm very well, Dave. Lacey Lane. Lacey Lane. That's what yeah. we call you on a Man City podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like it. It's quite nice, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I don't, um, I don't mind it. I've been called a lot worse uh, by yeah. you two, by you two as well. True, true, true. I thought, yeah, I was thinking, who is Dave? This is from the previous podcast when the Man City guy was saying he was going to speak to Dave Lacey. Um, Lacey, later. yeah. I think, well, <laughs> Billy, Billy calls me Dave Laney Lane the whole time, but it's Dave Lacey Lane. This is quite Lacey Lane. It's like it's quite racy. Racy, 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 Lacey Lane. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, stop I'll, now. Stop yeah, now. No, I'll, I'll, yeah, we, we'll quick, quickly move on. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna we, we yeah, it was gonna be a quick in and out today, but um, mm. I think it'll be a little bit longer than we first thought. But I think yeah. we, before we move on, Matt, you know, as you said, like events have kind of caught up with us a little bit tonight. Yeah, it. it <laughs> Sometimes you think, do you, do, uh, is it better if this news drops five minutes after we finish recording? And then, then you think, right, okay, do we need to go back and add a bit on at the end? And then, and then when it happens just before you record, you think, oh, shit, I haven't got time to actually think this through. Um, and uh, we don't know that much at the moment, apart from he's been charged with misconduct in relation to alleged breaches of the FA betting rules. I'm just reading this out. It's alleged that the Brentford FC forward breached FA rule E8 232 times between the 25th of February 2017 and the 23rd of January 2021. Um, I, I think the, the, the two things that strike me, 232 and the length of time um, that those, you know, those 232 breaches happened. Um, let's, let's, I mean, is, this, this follows on from um, reports in the newspapers two or three weeks ago in the mm -hmm. mail, then the Sun kind of, kind of, you know, usurped them. Um, and it, it claimed that England ace um, uh, involved in um, betting scandal, basically. No one's, no one's suggesting it's match fixing or anything like that. Although we don't actually know what the, what the implications. There's been a seven month investigation into this, apparently. Um, Jim Levesque on Besotted, he wrote, a, a lengthy article um the links will be in the in the in the links below um saying um he was kind of suspicious of the timing it was it seemed to be time to to scupper ivan's world cup hopes but you know al um you know the, the club have made a, a very short statement said the club has been in discussions with ivan and his legal representatives about this matter and those conversations will continue privately um we will make no further comment until the matter is being has been completed that's the brentford fc website this evening um what's your take on this al oh it, it, it's difficult isn't it i mean we Without knowing the full details, we've only got um, very limited details. The club obviously aren't saying anything much. Um, the FA haven't said much. Uh, there's various different subparagraphs of rule at E8, some of which would be much more serious than others, depending on what the breaches are. I mean, it, it, my reading of it is, having looked at the E8 rule, that if it's, if it's E8.1, it's could possibly be something as simple as just putting an hacker on every Saturday, which of course he's not allowed to do, um, but would probably be cast as a, a more minor misdemeanor. Um, but I think there's other subparagraphs where it imply that if you're, you could be tipping somebody off with inside information, which would obviously be a bit more serious. 
But I, I don't think we can't really speculate, can we? Don't know what's going no. on. I think we'll find out more next Thursday because he's got until next Thursday to respond. Uh, and I think we just we just have to take it from there, really. I mean, whatever it is, it you know, I think yeah, it's clearly not. He's right. been a very silly boy. He's been a very silly boy, hasn't he? Yeah. That's, I think that's we can't really say much more than that, to be honest, L- at the moment. Matt, innocent and proven guilty till proven guilty yeah. and all that, but it's you know, it's it's still not brilliant. No, it's not. I, I, I just to just to follow up Ali's point, um, I think if you for people that don't know out there is that essentially if you play football, um, you uh, the FA rules say you can't bet on any football game. I think it's anywhere in the world um, or transfers of players or anything. So it's not it's not about betting on a game you're involved in. You just can't bet on any game. So when Ali says Akers, he's talking about it could be an Acker in, you know, the in League Two or something like that. Any a league you're not in. I think even in a country or not in, um, that's you know that that's what the rules say. So so, you know, the, the, and and then it goes and then it can go much further and be much worse. Um, so I think I think it's right that we can't really say a whole lot at the moment because we honestly you know we don't know how serious this is. I just I, it's just the amount of times is also you know how much I mean there is betting is all over football. Remember, I mean it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Mm. Um, that you've got betting everywhere in football, um, and then and then there's also gambling addiction, you know, which is you know is is, is an illness. Um, so you know there, there's all sorts of different um, things that can come out of this, and I, I I think it's you know we we have to say at the moment we we really don't know much yeah, more. We don't know any more than the three or four lines I read out from the yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I don't think it'd be fair for us to kind of extrapolate as bad as it could get. I mean, you know, it could be a fine, it could be a ban, it could be a ban for life. It's just depending on whatever, and it, and it could be innocent, and he might be found not guilty. Um, if there is any guilty verdicts, they could, you know, there be could be appeals, and it could drag on for a long time, or it could be over and done with. So, you know, um, I, I, obviously we all hope it's as uh, is as innocent as it can be, but um, until the investigation's uh, gone, you know, gone through its full process, then you know it's it's, it's hard for us to to to, to carry on. Um, sort of, uh, yeah, surmising about what 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 the implications could be. Um, it's just sod's law, isn't it? That it happens the week of the World Cup, and um, it happens a couple of days after Ivan Tony arguably plays the game of his life. Al, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's yeah, it's absolutely sod's law. I mean, you know, uh, the club was on such a high, he was on such a high, you know, and then this is just really, really disappointing news for everybody involved. I think. Uh, yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, it's another Brentford week in the week of Brentford weeks, isn't it, really? It, it, it Highs like and lows he, all over it, the place. It didn't look like he was playing um, with the weight of anything hanging over him, uh, Matt, did he? You know, on Saturday, he, you know, this this would have been in the background of his mind. He, he didn't he play with the freedom of, of, of someone that didn't have a worry in the world. It, it certainly appeared that way. Um, and, um, and, and maybe it is a good thing that we've now got six weeks um, and maybe in... Is it five or six weeks? However long it is, six weeks. So um, everyone will be clearer because I think if this had been announced and we were playing Saturday, mm-hmm. um, you are in a mad scramble, aren't you, as to what happens next? 100%. We've now got six weeks to figure it out. We have. Yeah. 
Um, and and there were, hopefully there'll be some clarity and everybody will have got over the initial shock and the initial scrambling around and everything else. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully whatever happens, by the time we, we get to the restart of the season, we'll know exactly what the situation is and what we're dealing with. 100%. Look, you know, we, as, as, the minute it appeared in the press and they said it was a seven-month investigation, it had to come to a head somehow. Uh, this seems to be the head um, and, you know, we, we need to get some clarity and some truth. And um, some justice, obviously, you know, rules are there for a reason um, and no one can break them. So, you know, obviously we, we stick with Ivan, he's, he's our player and we will support him. Um, and obviously the, the club will do so too. Um, you know, I think we ought to move on, but we couldn't, we obviously couldn't not mention that. This is such, it's such big news and it happens so, so rarely. Um, and, um, so, you know, so, so it's clearly a shame that um, one of our players is involved in this. So let's have a quick twang. And let's go back to where we thought we'd be starting this news. Actually, we, we, won't have a tw- we won't have a twang. We'll have a twang and we'll have a bit of stelling as well. And after the twang and some stelling, we'll come back and we'll go back to the Etihad on Saturday for Brentford beating the best team in the world. Ivan Tony has had five attempts on goal. All five have been on target. And he has scored twice. And Manchester City are heading for a second defeat in 26 Premier League games. And if it stays this way and Arsenal win at Wolves, the gap at the top will be five points. Five points in Arsenal's favour. There are still a couple of minutes remaining, though, at the Etihad. Ten minutes of added time, remember. Tony has scored twice and Brentford lead by two goals to one. And I'm sure he must be thinking, are you watching Gareth Southgate? So, a game that we will never, ever forget. We've been spoiled this season already. We've beaten Manchester United 4-0. We've beaten Manchester City 2-1 at their place. Uh, we've beaten the world, the, the European Champions League, United, 5-2 at our place. Um, and, and this is on the back of beating Chelsea, who were the world champions last year. And Arsenal in our first game in the Premier League. It's this. It's been a. It's been a kind of a regular um, challenge to our previous best ever achievement. Um, and I don't. I don't think it's anyone. I mean, I, I know we made our predictions last week, and there's people that would have looked at the odds at twenty to one and what have you. And I know there was people that did put money on it. But did you ever really think we were going to win, Ali? If you remember last week on the podcast, Laney, what did I say? Yeah, I know you said you, you said. I said I have a sneaky feeling about this one. You kind of went, football was a funny old game. Yeah, yeah I said I have a sneaky feeling. All... I did then predict us to lose 2 1, but I okay, did no, say 100... I had a sneaky feeling. 100%. And we did say that, you know, Man City did lose one or two games a season, and why couldn't it be us? And lots of things had to go our way. But we undervalued the performance that we put in, didn't we, Matt? Um, yeah, I mean, I just, it, it, I, I listened to Ali and I, I'll be honest, Ali, I raised my eyebrows because I thought I, I can't see it. I can't see it. I just couldn't see us getting anything out of, I, I thought maybe you somehow scramble a draw, but I think we, I just, yeah, we underestimated our team. Um, and I um, mean, that probably comes from a few performances in recent weeks and, and stuff like that. And we underestimated the, the, the tactical nouns of our manager. 
Um, and, you know, we, yeah, I, I think there was a lot of under, and maybe Man City underestimated us a bit, but I don't think we should take anything away from our performance. I, I've listened to a Man City podcast and they spent most of it talking about what they did wrong, but they did also highlight that, you know, we really went there and had a, a game plan to, to win a game of football. It wasn't a game plan to, to survive. It was a game plan to win. Look, let's start. First, I'm going to go to Ali here. Pep versus Thomas Frank. That is a, a kind of a, a head-to-head that no one ever really thought, you know, in that we're talking about outside, you know, TW8. We, Pep is is kind of seen as uh, a god in the game and, and rightly so. He's achieved, you know, he doesn't need, he does, he doesn't need to explain or kind of justify um, his, you know, his accolades. We've won everything, hasn't he? But, he he was he was out tacticked um, on on Saturday and uh, how did how did you see that as as the game panned out? Oh, very much so. It's I mean especially in the second half, I found it really odd. I think Thomas made at one all made three substitutions during the second half, and Pep only made one, which was really really quite strange because they weren't dealing with um, our our tactics, which was basically the tactic as far as I could see was um, not to isolate Haaland but to, to isolate De Bruyne, who's basically where all the balls to Haaland are going to come in. And it's, you could see every time De Bruyne had the ball, Frank in particular was, as in Onyeka, not Thomas, was over there like a shot. He was on him like a shot. And um, it was... They just didn't seem to be able to deal with um, our aerial threat. And I'm not saying we were playing long ball. No. Uh, we did play some long balls, but I, it would be really, really unfair to say that we played a long ball game because we did it. You just need to look at the winning goal. That was not a, a long ball goal by any stretch of the imagination. But they struggled the whole time to deal with the aerial threat of Tony, the flick ons from Tony. Um, and it was just... Pep did it to me didn't seem to change his tactics at all at any point. And whereas, you know, Thomas went for the win at one all, changed his tactics, brought on Josh. And it was just, it was almost like he, he didn't know what to do, which is really, really unusual. So I think, yeah, I think Thomas did act tactic him, which is, you know, hats off, hats off to Thomas, 100%. Matt, um, you know, the five at the back system has come under a little bit of criticism at times this season, but it worked to perfection on, on Saturday, did it not? Yeah, it works well when you play teams that play sort of an attacking three, an obvious attacking three, um, I, I think, um, and a lot of the top teams do. So it tends so. So you can say you play three at the back against the top teams, or you can play, or you could say we play three at the back when teams have, uh, you know, an attacking three rather than, you know, an isolated. Although he was somewhat isolated, Harland, but you've got Bernardo Silva and and Foden, haven't you, playing alongside him really? Um, and 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 it and it works in, in in quite a few of those games. I think going back to the Pep thing, I think that Harland has sort of, in a way, as good as he and as brilliant as he is, he's also given him a problem because because it wasn't working. So what do you do with 20 minutes to go? Do you take Harland off and then fall back to the normal, you know, the Man City of last season, um, or do you just keep because because Harland wants a certain type of ball? And you know what? I reckon I reckon especially me and Zanka. Um, and, and everyone sort of took Haaland at different points during the game, would much prefer to be sort of, you know, grappling with Haaland or whatever physically than, than, um, than, than having, you know, you know, fast passes played around them and, and, and runners beyond them. 
Um, and, and I think Man City played into our game plan because they were banging, you know, they, they were more or less sort of, by the end of it, hitting crosses and diagonal balls and taking pot shots from a distance. Yeah. And, um, and and it just, you know, and then it opens up, doesn't it? Because because they commit, they do commit players forward, Man City, which, so, 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 so somebody might say, oh, we changed our tactics. Um, and that worked. But, but I think you have to take into account the team you've beaten is that Man City, a bit like Liverpool, uh, they'll, they'll throw players forwards, which does give you the opportunity to get behind them if you're brave. And we were I mean, brave. If you, if, if you say, for example, that's what I mean. Uh, so, so we were brave and it gives us that opportunity. So for ex- I think when we play Tottenham, um, we'll see a different game because Tottenham will not commit that amount no, of players no. forwards and they will literally sit back. And if we try to play the same way, we'll just stand, we'll all stand there looking at each other. Um, yeah. So, so, so Man-, Man City did play into into um, you know into our strengths, and you know their strengths. And you know, you, you looked at the team, and it, it looks it looked a mismatch in in some departments. You know, Zanka and Roslev. We 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 know that we know we know that they are not challenged is the wrong word because they're both now experienced Premiership footballers. But you put you put them up against a Man City, and you you, you can't you can't imagine that's going to be your strongest team. But they 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 were they were kind of like I wouldn't. I don't want to patronise them, but they looked every bit up to the challenge, didn't they, Ali? I thought, I mean, I've been quite critical of Roslev in recent games, but I, I thought he was, he had an excellent game on Saturday. He was really, really good. And I don't think he put a foot wrong. Um, he kept uh, De Bruyne quiet. At one point, he had De Bruyne and Foda both, were both on the same side. And he was, he was just everywhere he needed to be. I mean, I criticised his positional sense of review. In previous weeks, his positional sense on Saturday was spot on. Now, whether or not that may be because of the way Man City play, as a plays, you know, when we're playing the three and the, far, uh, the three at the back, in that they're not gonna they're not gonna come on to us in the same way that, that Forrest. Picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, But I, I thought he was fantastic. I thought it was his best game he's had, certainly had this season. Um, probably his best game since the playoff final. So, you know, hats off to him. I thought, you know, for a young and inexperienced player, I thought he was, he was, I was going to say, Matt, this is not on, um, on Saturday. And we, you know, we talk about Pep not changing things up because obviously he, he's got a supreme belief in his team that they can pull it, pull it out. You know, the equaliser in, you know, injury time in the first half showed, um, you know, we were we were looking for the halftime whistle to blow um, and they can still conjure, a, a you know, a, a, a superb goal, not out of nothing, but, you know, it, 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 it was it was a bit of a kind of a, a gasp moment. It's like, oh, OK, 
um you know that's that is man city that's what you do you can play for us you can play for 45 minutes but they'll they'll pull out something in the added time um because that's what they do they do that so often um and then it got to you know those 10 minutes of added time we're looking at you know we knew that a big number was going to come up because of the stoppages and because of the you know the injury time um but it was us us that pulled it not out of the bag you know we could have had we could add four you know the xg i'm i'm not going to do a billion um, but it was 3.2 basically to 1.8 was it not in the xg you know no one does that to man city um not at their place we we made big chances on a on another day 3.2 xg gets you five or six goals you know um we we had massive opportunities so we we actually probably deserved a little bit more did we not matt well we could have been Two 0 up, couldn't we? After ten minutes, yeah, and we could have won three one. Before we, even I mean, scored, I mean, neither of those. Ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not neither of those points are unrealistic. We we, we should have won three one. Um, mm. We'd have been gutted if if the um, if the opportunity for the third goal hadn't you know had been at one all um, and, and and not been a goal. Um, because because we by that I just mean the shape of the break and the number of players we had for was it wasn't it three v one or whatever. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, we, we we could easily have have, have done more. It's um, it, 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 the other thing I think is interesting as well is that is that we criticise sometimes about sitting too deep. I think we did at Forest, um, and we did sit quite. We sat deep again against Man City, but but we had an attacking intent when we got the ball. Mm. Um, yeah, and 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 what what has frustrated me in recent weeks, and I, hopefully I did say this on a podcast a few weeks ago, is that when Raya gets the ball. Um, I'm not seeing Mbumo like making that run for the for the quick ball, uh, or I haven't been in recent weeks. But obviously, that did change on 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 um, Saturday. You and know, we, we we were ready to go for every break, every opportunity. We, we were went so through. fast. I've not, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never seen Rico. He's fast. I've never seen him yeah. that fast. Yeah. And uh, Wisa was it? Was he? Is, is he ever been as fast as that for that breakaway no. for the winner? Right. No. Rico was. I mean. I think I read Jensen covered the second most ground in the game. I don't know who covered the most. I'll be surprised it wasn't. Was it it Roslev? Wow. And you think of the amount of ground Rico covered. Mm. I mean, you Mm. know, the the times he got up the pitch, and most of the time it was, was, you know, it wasn't necessarily that he was going to get the ball. It was maybe to drag a defender out of the way or whatever um, and, 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 you know, keep someone occupied. But the amount of times Rico got up the pitch, and, and fair play to Jensen as well. He gets his criticism, didn't he? But God, he worked hard. Yeah. Saturday, he oh, really God. did. He what always works hard. Yeah. And I mean, he, go, coming back to Rico, for the winner, he makes that sprint up the pitch and he's quite clearly indicated to play the ball to yeah. Josh, not to him. Yeah. So he's he, basically just running as it, to, to take defenders away. And if I'm being picky, if I'm, yeah, exactly. And if I'm being picky, it wasn't the best ball to Josh either. No, sort of, no, just, behind him. Do you know what I mean? It even slowed yeah. us down a bit. Well, none and of us were thinking, oh, Jesus, yeah. that's a bad ball. But, but you know, it worked but out. But it, gave, right, it yeah. gave Ivan time to catch up with Yeah, me, true, true. <laughs> Maybe Ivan wouldn't have got there. Maybe well, we none, none, of us, Rico. none of us were expecting him to cut cut to the byline and, and cross it in. No, with his, I was with expecting his, him to try and curl it in on his left foot. And you know what? If he can do that, then that gets defenders really worried about which way he's going to go because right, defenders yeah. like nothing more than knowing which way the player's going to go. Confession he's added time. that to his game. He's a different player when he how many the times? Box. How many times have you rewatched that on, on either BT or on Match of the Day, Matt? How many times? Um, in the hundreds? Oh, I mean, it's in the hundreds. And, and I've watched every possible angle of it. I've, I've seen clips yeah. on, you know, from iPhone clips. I've seen, I've seen mm. like in the ground clips from 
on cameras, pitch side. I've, I've seen every angle you can see, yeah. and it gets and it and it is just as good every time. Yeah. Apart from I do still groan at that pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's slightly bit. behind him. Ali, <laughs> talk me through talk me through limbs from your seat um, when that. Oh man! Yeah. Well, it was it was, what limbs for the for various yeah. games or just for the winner? No, just for the winner. Just for the winner. Oh, it, it was absolutely mental. We were where we we were about five or six rows. We were on the lower tier where they say standing is from the front, and we were on the end. And I remember my kids going, "If we get a winner, we're going down." <laughs> the, the ball went in. The ball went in and they head off. Me and Ristic just sort of like hugged each other, went berserk. Henry emerged about five rows back and nearly knocked me over. And it was just, it was, there were people, I've, I've hugged, I hugged people I've never met before in my life, um, as well as people I probably wouldn't hug again. But it, it was just, it was absolutely mental. Absolutely. Mental probably is a word I should be using. But you, um, it was absolutely brilliant. Crazy. It was, crazy crazy limbs and it was like it just really went off i mean you could just you hear it on the on the tv don't you the roar oh, God, is, yeah. is just huge 100%. and uh it was it was like complete i mean i think when the first one went in it was oh, hey we've scored a goal we've scored first let's enjoy it take a photo of the scoreboard because it won't last long they're going to get angry and score four goals and then and then the longer the, the longer the match ticked on without them getting another goal you know, it's like, oh, oh, we might just nick, nick a draw here, you know, they're not, you know, we might just, and then you get into stoppage time and then it's still, <laughs> and then, then, you know, it was, oh, it was, it was just incredible because it was, it, not, not because it was completely unexpected because we played really well, but it was, yeah, it was just, I, and for it to be in the 98th minute, because you, you know, it was, so late in the game, you thought yeah, yeah, we can't we've lose it. Now. I mean, we just thought well, we oh, could have. We could have. Yeah, no, but we could have got a draw. I mean, you know, they could have yeah. brought it back to two-two. It, it was too yeah. late for them to get two. Surely, you know, that's what oh. that's what we're thinking. And the celebration. <laughs> I remember the thinking that when QPR <laughs> QPR away yeah. a few seasons ago when we were two-nil up. The celebrations but, um, went on long into the night and all the way back on the trains that yeah. after evening or the next morning or the flights. There was yeah. lots of people that made a lot of lot of miles that weekend and everyone enjoyed mm. it. Before we move on, I mean, we could talk about this forever. Matt, yeah. where, where, do, where does it rank in, in the kind of recent history of all the results? Where, where would you, where, give us your top three recent results. Well, uh, how recent? Can we go back? Well, I mean, go, back me, go back was, 10 years. Sort of, go back 12 yeah, years. Yeah, it's 4-1 away at Fulham. Yep. Um, I, I know we're not in, Still, I know it's what, not in the Premier League, but it's, but it's hello, here we are. We're Brentford. Um, I, I mean, you know, the... The game when we, um, you know, after our, our promotion to the championship, um, I still think that that was a game where we announced, you know, you sort of announce yourselves to everybody and, and especially to Fulham. Um, I, 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 I think the Arsenal game at the beginning of last season, just because it's the first game in the Premier League and you announce yourself to the Premier League, mm -hmm. maybe. And then this game. I mean, that's kind of... In, in, called... which, in which order? Oh, geez. Um, I really hold us... Arsenal third, and then I'm. I, I, there's just something about that Fulham going. What second which, or top? I think it's top. I, I still think so, it's top. So you, I, so I, going, I, I think we on. have to revisit. Do you know what? I think we have to revisit this in a few months' time. Okay. Because it just that, that game just that there's something I don't know that that, that game just. You're gonna get some splinters on your ass if you're gonna come back in, in three months. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just fence yeah. sitting. Maybe fence there's sitting a the maybe we beat maybe we beat Liverpool before. Hey, I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not saying that we're not. This is it. This is this is the end of it. I'm saying. I'm going to so say that far. I'm going to stick with Fulham four one because because okay. we've had some amazing times since then, and I still always go back to that game. Yeah, and, and I make Man City second. I'd, I'd live that day over and over again. As, yeah. as well as as Ali. But give us your top three in, in an order. Oh, my God. Can I have a top five? Yeah, I could <laughs> do, what you want. do what you want, Ali. Do what you want. <laughs> I, I, for me, I, I'll go back a bit further than that, actually. I think the um, Orient away, the Trotter, Trotter redemption game mm-hmm. um, was was a big one. because I think that's probably the first time we actually thought, hang on, we're going to do this. We're going to we're going to get promoted to the championship. Um, I, I think that was a massive game at the time. And it, I mean, and that was a huge excitement that away day. That was complete limbs, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Again, so I that one is definitely up there, yeah. And then, it, it, for terms of actual sheer importance, um, the playoff final I mean, yep. for sheer importance of, of getting into the Premier League and achieving everything that we, you know, the club has been dreaming of for years. And then, oh dear, um, for me, it's a toss up between City on Saturday and Chelsea away last season because. Chelsea was similarly completely unexpected. And because also because we went 1-0 down, having been on top of the game, and then it was just... I, we just blew them away. I, I think it was more the fact that we, from 1-0 down, we came out in the second half and we absolutely blew them away. We didn't just beat them, we blew them away. Um, so that's that, that, for me, probably just edges out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We've been I, I really spoiled. We have been spoiled. We have been spoiled. Hundred percent. You could hey, put so many games up hey, there. Hey, what? Dave. What are yours? Yeah, <laughs> Dave. What are yours? Oh, I'll okay. You what, if you're going to push on, Dave, me, tell us yours. Oh, um, I'm going to go. I'm going to say top is Man City because they are the best team in the world. They they, they, they weren't they weren't on a slump. They they weren't like a shadow of their former selves. They weren't just a name. They they are the most expensive um, and and the best team on the planet, um, and we beat them and we we played them not off the park. You know, obviously there was a lot of possession that went their way. That's just that's just part of the course. Um, but we 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 of big chances. No one does that to City. We did it. Second, I say Chelsea because they were world champions they 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 uh, they were champions and they just won the world club championship um and you know they again obviously they weren't great on their day um but they were a superb team um they were european champions as well weren't they not yeah. um and then obviously the playoff because it got us there but we were it's, it's about the opposition really you know we were, we were playing a a, a a bang average Swansea team on the day and you know although we beat them you know the magnitude of the game got us to the Premier League but probably I'd, I'd say you know the Arsenal game really a first game there because you know it was it was showing that we weren't going to be phased by reputation we were there in our own right and we were going to go and we you know really take it to them so yeah no but I will go Man City Chelsea then the playoff final you see, you, you have you have thought about this before we did this, and you've just sprung it on us. So well, that's not a really. Bit I, was, I was thinking about <laughs> why you were talking about it. I, I wasn't. I haven't spent all day prepping for this. Yeah, well, yeah. Matt, I like you, Matt. <laughs> what, I, what I will say is is that this was quite easy ten years ago, 
I mean, mm. basically, you, you, yes. you know, it was yeah. a very, oh, Peter, very good Peter 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 Look, we're dropping loads of games. We're dropping beating Man United 4-0. We're dropping, yeah. you know, loads of other games. Full um, QPR away. Um, West you know, Ham away. Exactly. There's, there's lots. There's lots. Yeah, it's bonkers, mm. isn't it? Yeah, and it's, yeah, not, it's, not end, it's not ending. Let's underline this. It's not ending. Well, unlike this podcast, which is going to end, and we have to move on, unfortunately. Can I just say one more thing before we move yes. on? Yes, you can. Who, 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 did, uh, who did Harland remind you of on Saturday? He looked because like, he definitely reminded me of somebody. He looked like come um, out of the far show, the Kevin out of. Oh, he looked like a sulking teenager. He, he, he wasn't happy. He didn't want to be there. And um, Tony had completely, kind of, he, out out trumped him. About you. He reminded me of Philip Hoffman. Philip Hoffman, yeah. <laughs> He's just a shit. Philip he Hoffman. just he just really did just look like Hoffman, just lumbering around and falling over a lot. It was astonishing. You know. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely astonishing. Who'd have thought? He definitely wasn't a soup. No. <laughs> right. No. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a bit of more stelling. We're gonna play that again, and then we're gonna have a quick twang. We're gonna come back, and Ali and and uh, Matt are gonna talk about the women's game. I, I couldn't make it in the end, but we'll be back after this word. So the weekend didn't end on Saturday. It continued into the Sunday. The Brentford women's team, and they continued with the great vibe. Ali, tell me all about it. Oh, it was such a fantastic, it was such a fantastic day um, from beginning to end. I just, I loved the way the club, and that you've got to give a massive kudos for this. They did everything that they would do for the men's game, from Peter G, Hey Jude, Big Screen, Freed from desire at the end. It was treated exactly like a men's game. And the crowd were great. The crowd really got behind the girls. And, you know, it was it was a very Brentford performance. It was, you know, dominate the game, then go one nil down, then keep hitting the post, <laughs> hit the post. Uh, it did feel like at one point we were never going to score. But then, they, you know, they came back and they, they thought, you know, they, they played some lovely football. The fourth goal in particular was an absolute worldie. Um, all the players, I thought, performed really well. Um, they showed everybody what they can do. And, you know, just, you know, reading all their comments and all their posts on social media over the last few days, it, it, it will bring a tear to your eye. It was, an, it was an incredible day and really proud of Brentford for doing that. And um, it was a really enjoyable afternoon. And I, I really hope that, A, that more people go down to watch them regularly at Bedfont on a Sunday and that the club, you know, do it again, you know, do it again at least once a season. Matt, you were one of the 5,000 plus that were there. How was yep. the uh, afternoon for you? Joyous. Joyous is a good word, word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fab. I, and I kind of, I, I felt it would be, I think um, it was always going to, once you knew what was going to, you know, what was happening and, and they, you know, the whole thing was going to be dealt with loads of respect and, and like you mm. say, you know, dealt with, with 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 the full music thing, and then you're hoping they're going to win because if they don't, because if they don't win, it's a bit of a whimper at the end. Um, so them winning, I think they probably had extra pressure on them. They may well have felt that pressure, um, and you know what? They still came. They came through, and mm. and it was brilliant. I took we took our 13 um, year old niece, and she absolutely loved it. Um, there is videos of her going bonkers. You know, <laughs> I mean, not that I'd ever, but you know. 
um, to, to um, free from desire at the end, you know, just absolutely jumping around and, and loving every minute of it. And, and, and I think that sums it up. We had, we had a really, really good fun day. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, unfortunately, it's football and results help. Do you know what I mean? And it really yes. did help. It was the absolute icing on the cake. Um, I, I, I love the game. I love the team. I love the way um, Carly Osborne set them up. I love the width. Yeah. I can't, the, the width is like, it reminds me of the Warburton days. We literally had two wingers just hugging mm -hmm. the touchline and therefore you got so much width that, that you can just turn defence into attack because you can just play and play to the width. And is it Chloe Logie, the centre forward? How, how yeah. old is she? 16. She might she's, be 17 now, but she's yeah, only maybe, just 17. My, yeah. my word, what, what, what a player, what eh? A sort of player. I mean, yeah. I mean, the I mean, f for that age, she's incredible. I mean, I thought I thought she was great. She just, she, she's, yeah, yeah. She's. I, I think she's definitely a name to watch out for. Brilliant. So a brilliantly positive end to a brilliantly positive weekend. Um, so I mean, I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, you you may notice that um, Besotted uh, podcast is going to be moving over to Acast. We've been signed up by Talksport. Um, so yeah, it's, it, we're very proud to be picked to, to join their join their team. Brings us in with some of the best podcasters out there. Um, they're putting together a really good team. So yeah, that's that's that. In the next few weeks, Billy's going to be off to the World Cup. Um, I'm not. He's already I'm, there, isn't he? No, not not the moment. But not he, I think he flies out later in the week. He flies out the morning of the um, the Iran game. Yeah, so Billy's going to be bringing some World Cup content. Um, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to get Tim Street, who's the co-author of the um, Brentford Revolution book that's just come out, um, and probably four or five chums um, and um, a selection of uh, people that have bought the Brentford Revolution book and have read it. We're going to try and get us all down to the globe. We can talk. We can look back at Brentford's incredible rise over the last uh, 13 years. Um, and we can go through uh, and pick out our best moments of the book and the best moments of our um, our transition from one of the worst teams in uh, in British league football to one of the, the most exciting. So lots to look forward to um, over the World Cup break. Thank you to um, Ali Malali for being here tonight. I hope you've enjoyed oh, yeah. it, Al. I um, have very much. Thank you to Matt the Allard Allard. You bees. UBs and uh, don't forget to buy us a beer go to besotted.com forward slash beer um, subscribe to the podcast come and follow us on Twitter at besotted and come on you bees TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.